As you know, the On Farm podcast is brought to you by the team at Seen and Heard PR and Marketing. And I just wanted to remind you about a new initiative that's happening here called On Record. On Record is a project to preserve voices, stories and memories for the future with your very own audio recording. So we're recording memories of rural life. We're travelling around Scotland, working with families and organisations to capture precious voices of family members or staff members or long-serving office bearers to preserve those for posterity and sometimes for historical value. So if you think this project is something that you'd like to be involved in and maybe you have a grandparent or a parent that you'd like to capture on audio while you can, please do get in touch. You can find out more at onrecordmemories.co.uk. Hello and welcome to On Farm. I am Anna Davis and it's great to be with you again. We have um, a really good opportunity for many of you this week because entries are now open for this year's Helping It Happen Awards run by Scottish Land and Estates. As they say on the awards webpage, they recognise the role of estates, farms, rural businesses and individuals who are helping rural Scotland to thrive. So this episode is all about how the awards came into being, what they aim to celebrate and achieve, and perhaps more importantly, how you can apply. We have put a link to the awards entry page in the show notes that accompany this episode in your podcast player, so you can get the details there. And we will hear shortly from three people involved in this year's awards. But first, here's Robbie Kernahan, Director of Green Economy at Nature Scott, who this year are one of the headline Helping It Happen sponsors. Well, Nature Scott have been involved in the Helping It Happen Awards since 2018. And they're really just a chance to come together and celebrate all of the fantastic practice that goes on in rural Scotland. We celebrate our landscapes and nature in Scotland and are very proud of them. So it seems only appropriate that every now and again we get a chance to showcase all of the good work that goes on. So we are happy to sponsor the awards and in particular recognising all of the good work that's going on in response to nature and climate crisis, enhancing our environment accordingly. We'll hear more from Robbie later, but first, it's time to bring in this episode's other guests. My name is Ronnie McRae. I'm the Chief Executive of the Communities Housing Trust. I'm Lucy Label. I'm a communication, community engagement and marketing consultant, and I also sit on the board of Scottish Land and Estates. My name is Sarah Jean Ling, and I am the Chief Executive of Scottish Land and Estates. Part of Scottish Land and State's role is to highlight the positive contribution made by our members to communities, to, to businesses and to sort of a vibrant rural Scotland. And a few years ago, we were discussing internally uh, about the case studies that we had, the stories and how we get them out there. I spoke to, at that time, uh, Ramsey Smith from Media House, who was our, our comms advisor. And as all good comms professionals do, they, they take a good idea and they make it even better. And he came up with the, the, the Helping It Happen strapline. And to begin with, it really was just a campaign to gather stories, share stories, share them with politicians, with the media, get the good news stories out. Because it did seem at the time that all the media wanted to do was kind of cover the, the you know, the, the tiny amount of kind of bad news stories. And the media weren't looking for the good news. And we also had members who were doing fantastic things, but were terrible at, at blowing their own trumpet, celebrating success. But we were delighted with the, the interest that, that members showed in the in the kind of campaign. So when they started doing that, we kind of thought there's a germ of an idea there for, for an awards scheme. I still remember we had 40 people in a room in Edinburgh with uh, myself and, and, and Doddy Weir handing them out. 
And within a year, it had just snowballed. It really captured the imagination of, of members, but also of um, our partner organisations, because I think that's one of the strengths. It allows our partner organisations to highlight the, the work that they do, whether that's on conservation, on, on education communities. So it allowed them to be public about the fantastic projects they were doing. And we don't limit it just to SLE members. It's very, very inclusive. So, you know, we open it up to, to anyone who's a success in, in rural Scotland. Yes, I think when we come to talk about some of the previous winners and what they've done, that will be, become obvious, I think, that it's not just SLE members, it's any rural business or individual or community or enterprise doing great things out there in Scotland. And, and I think that's really important to, to be inclusive. Interesting point you made there, though, that I think Scottish people in general, but perhaps particularly rural Scottish people, are very humble and modest. And you said there that there are a lot of people doing great things things but they they don't tell the world about it because of that that humble nature lucy do you think that this these awards help that to allow people to to get these stories out there and if so why is that important i think um you know the fact that sarah jane talks about the evolution of it even in year one of of helping it happen i think quite a lot of people didn't even recognize that what they were doing was special um, and I think it probably took the, the Scottish Land and Estates team to go out and point out to them all of the amazing things that they were doing and actually that these were award worthy. So I think not only is it about telling other people, but it's almost about letting people stop and take a minute and celebrate what they've achieved. Because we, we tend to focus on what's next and what more we need to do. And we don't necessarily stop and pause and go, gosh, we've come a long way or gosh, we've achieved a lot. And I think helping it happen is what allows everybody to sit and do that and I think it's I think it's great. Ronnie coming to you 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 are presiding over an organization that is a, a past winner can you tell me a bit about why you entered and what that meant and and how winning has has made a difference to you? Yeah well I, th- I think as, as Sarah Jane and Lucy are just just talking about there we're all very busy we're all trying to get things done in the rural areas there's a huge amount of innovation huge amount of positive stories, but we were always too busy to, to lift our heads and, and really take stock of, of what of what positive things are happening. So this is a great outlet. We, we, we've been lucky enough to get a, a bit of assistance now on, on the marketing and getting the good news stories out, and I think it's hugely important. It, it creates an awful lot of confidence in the rural areas because um, really the opportunities are huge to do to do a lot more. Really positive work already happening. A uh, lot of good news stories. We're just scratching the surface on the good news stories just now. Yeah, these awards are, are a great opportunity to highlight the work that's been done. Yeah, well, definitely. It's, it's storytelling. I think probably most, most of you have mentioned storytelling. But is it also, Sarah Jane, do you think about about some degree of kind of motivation for people you know I imagine that a lot of the staff members within the winning organizations or or businesses often kind of feel like a a boost is great and do you think that's good for them and for the businesses and for wider rural Scotland? Yeah absolutely and it's you know when you get to the award ceremonies and you have the finalists there and they'll they'll come up and sort of say you know thank you for recognizing this I was just doing my job you know they are really really grateful that that someone finds them special and I find that I you know I find that humbling because when you look at you know the the wealth of talent and expertise that you know we're celebrating it's hard to believe that they don't realize just how special their their, their stories are and what it does it inspires others 
So what what we see is that you know every time we put a story out, whether it's a housing one uh, with with Ronnie or or uh, you know one of the, the many other helping it happen stories, we get members phoning us. How do we get involved? That sounds great. How do I do that? So it inspires their peers as well as giving back to the people who have done the fantastic work in the first place. Yeah, and I, I think you know, probably all of us to some degree and many other people that we know across the rural sector in Scotland are all about trying to give the rural sector a stronger voice and and to be heard. So Lucy, in terms of sort of rural Scotland PLC, what do you think these awards are able to achieve? I think, as Ronnie alluded to, everyone is so busy. And not everybody has, you know, a, a big marketing machine behind them um, or, or that resource. So this is a real opportunity to promote what we're doing and why it's, well, it's really innovative and why people across rural Scotland are making a real difference. And for them to 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 raise awareness of what they're doing and, and of their organisation. And essentially, it's a big marketing boost for the individuals, but also, as you say, um, rural Scotland PLC, so to speak. Now, at some point today, I'm going to have to read out a list. I tried to think of a clever way of doing it, and I don't think there is one, because I think it's important that we do we do highlight all of the categories. So I'm going to go through them, and then I'm going to, to pick on Ronnie, I think, again, to talk to us about, about housing in particular. But these, I think it just highlights that the Helping It Happen Awards cover pretty much everything that goes on in rural Scotland. And again, when we come to talk about some of the past winners, again, as Sarah Jane highlighted, these are across the board. They're not just people who own large estates in Scotland, as some people may inaccurately assume. They're businesses that are doing great things across every single facet of rural life. And I think that's so important. But but in the list, there are nine categories and they cover conservation, education, enhancing the environment, innovation in farming, combating climate change, rural business, rural housing, tourism and visitor management and communities. So I actually challenge anybody to find any kind of rural business that doesn't fit into one of those categories and therefore is relevant and and eligible for, for these awards. But Ronnie, when it comes to housing, can you tell us a little bit even just about some of the challenges facing uh, rural housing in Scotland and, and why an award like this helps to perhaps raise awareness? Yeah, well, I mean, like you say, it, it really is about raising awareness. It's about giving everybody in the sector confidence and, and the awards are great for that. We, When we're looking at housing, we take a very holistic approach. So uh, our work touches on virtually all of the of the uh, elements you just mentioned, the categories you just mentioned there. And, and, and it's really about how housing can assist on all these things, uh, the, the climate change, the, the rural uh, businesses, whether that's farming um, or, or whatever, and it's really taking a, a proper holistic approach. Being able to highlight that is hugely helpful. In my opinion, it influences policy and legislation going forward. It 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 also highlights the cooperative working and the partnership approach that that's used in in virtually all the projects we're involved in. Uh, and like I say, that that goes across all portfolios and all sectors. 
which is hugely important in, in rural areas. Well, yes, and I think not something that's actually covered enough in the media and there probably isn't enough of an awareness. And, and so I think anything that the Helping It Happen Awards can do, as Sarah Jane said at the very beginning, to tell some positive stories about what's happening. You know, I get fed up uh, reading all the negatives about, about rural Scotland and all, you know, landowners are doing this, farmers are doing that. It's really time to, to change the narrative and the Helping It Happen Awards are a key cog in that wheel. Sarah Jane, I'm absolutely not asking you to pick a favourite here, but I suppose in the current current climate, you know, which of these nine awards kind of is standing out for you at the moment in terms of being relevant to, to what's going on right now in, in terms of rural Scotland? So, so if Ronnie hadn't already covered housing, um, I'd have picked housing. We had our uh, annual conference yesterday and it was homes at the heart of rural communities because of, you know, what we're talking about is people. Um, so none of this happens without people, and people need homes to live in. That's you know for for me that's that's central. It's 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 really difficult to pick because let's say it, you, you know you mentioned Anna that you know that there's very few things happen that couldn't fit into one category. And what we often find is that we get an amazing project that could fit into five or six categories because it has a kind of sort of multifaceted um, approach. You know they're they're dealing with climate change. They're they're you know, creating new homes, but they're definitely creating new businesses. They're working in the communities. So I, I think for 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 me, it's the it's the stories that kind of tick more than one box and could be kind of multiple category winners. You know, that that really kind of stand out for me and for the judging panel. And if I could just give a little bit of a plug to the judging panel, because it's not just all internal. We have fantastic organisations, like Scottish Enterprise, RAS. We have you know, so we have people who really know what rural Scotland is all about, judging. It's not just a case of us pat- patting each other on, on the back as, as uh, rural landowners and rural rural businesses. And I think, again, the, the thing that comes through every year is that kind of multifaceted, you know, people aren't just pigeonholing themselves into one category. They're, they're you know, pushing forward fantastic projects that, that yeah, tick, tick all the category boxes. Lucy, you you work a lot with rural communities, so you kind of know what's going on on the ground. And again, not picking favourites, but is there anything that's kind of standing out for you this year in terms of the nine categories and what might just be relevant to to what's going on um, in the world or in the news or in in you know rural life? So I'm I'm, I'm going to dive in with a favourite. I uh, I'm not being I'm not sitting on the fence. <laughs> I think um, for me it's the education piece. It's the involving young people. Um, And I know it's a cliche, the whole, you know, this is the future. But even yesterday in the context of housing, we were talking about them a lot lot at the conference because actually when we're talking about long-term planning, which is what a lot of SLE members are doing, we're not necessarily making decisions for the short term. So the children at, at school at this stage are actually the people that are going to benefit from the decisions that are being taken now. So I think it's anything that that organisations can can be doing to to go into um, into schools or to engage with people. And I think yesterday was the the Border Union Schools Day um, in Kelso, and these initiatives are amazing. They're they're an opportunity for for us to highlight to children who perhaps aren't as embedded in rural life as 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 we maybe are that that they can be involved in the future, what these decisions mean for them, how they can be involved in decision making. And that came through in terms of community engagement, whether that be for housing or woodland creation or whatever it might be. Young people have a lot of opinions and they're and it's brilliant to be hearing them. So that's the thing that I'm really excited about when I when I see the examples of 
of people going in and bringing our young people with us, so to speak. One thing that crops up a lot within our podcast, but but within the rural community in general, is is the shall we say hammering that rural landowners, farmers often get with regard to climate change and, again, the need for positive storytelling. So, Sarah-Jane, you've got, um, gosh, well, many actually categories that kind of envelope that, but in particular, conservation, enhancing the environment and then specifically combating climate change. Why do you think these three or more categories are, are so important right at the moment? It's a really good question. We used to have a category called green business, um, because of course that was a kind of, dare I say, the kind of the old label for for businesses which were taking extra steps to be um, ecologically or, or or climate friendly. I think that, you know the the reality is you've got lots of kind of things happening, whether it's COP twenty six or or um, you know sort of external factors. But the reality is that the way people are managing their land is increasingly looking at how they can work alongside nature. So whether that's nature in terms of the wildlife, whether that's nature in terms of the soil, or whether it's a kind of combination of it all. We often talk about, you know, integrated land management, rural stewardship, uh, long-term sustainability. And these are just all buzzwords kind of thing. What we're really talking about are people working with nature for, you know, for the long term, as, as, you know, Lucy's already said, for the next generation. And I think it's one of the reasons that we do have a number of categories because there is just so much happening across Scotland um, in relation to this. And it's one of the areas where we often have to kind of um, encourage people because, you know, we, we, we're visiting estates, we're visiting farms, we're seeing businesses and we'll be like, my goodness, this is absolutely great. And they're like, yeah, no, we're, you know, we've just created this wildlife pond or we've just you know, changed our approach to farming or we've just reduced our carbon footprint. And did you see it as a normal part of of changing their business, you know, adapting, uh, making their businesses more resilient without realising just how how special the, the action they're taking and, and how inspiring that is. So there's so many examples across Scotland and we just need to encourage more and more people to, to kind of pop their hands up and say, yeah, I'm doing a great job and, and that success should be celebrated. And then, as as we've said, you, you're then actually facilitating them to tell that story because you're producing case studies after the awards have completed. And actually, so therefore, the businesses don't have to do that themselves. They, again, overcomes the modesty because somebody else is writing the great things about them on their behalf. Uh, all positive. And, and, well, Lucy and I actually both live in East Lothian. So when I was reminding myself of the past winners of various categories, it was very encouraging to see the East Lothian countryside volunteers in there as a past winner. Ronnie, a, a question for you. We hear a lot. And in fact, last week's podcast was all about agritourism. So tourism and leisure within rural Scotland is is massively important. Does it does it conflict at all with with the housing category and what you're looking to achieve? You know, how do the two of them work? Kind of, I suppose, in in sync or partnership with each other in, in order to be celebrated. It's it's about balance in in most communities. Um, I mean, obviously, there's there's the issues well discussed about uh, Airbnb, etc. And when the balance goes wrong, that that that's not great for a community. But I think, given the range of options now and solutions, communities when you work cooperatively together in partnership, uh, and that and that's everybody. That's landowners, the estates, the businesses, the service providers, uh, uh, and all the different community bodies. You, you, you can redress the balance and, and make sure it works for everybody because tourism is, is a key 
employer and economic driver in most communities, especially rural communities. So it, it, it really is down to cooperative working and using some of the solutions that are out there to make sure the balance is right. Scotland wouldn't be where it is without tourism and without you know the, the fantastic effort that everybody puts in. Lucy, one of the previous winners of the community award was the Ayrshire Food Hub. They were also recognised last year for a kind of continued contribution during lockdown. How how much do you think these awards contribute to kind of helping with the, perhaps the more disadvantaged people in rural Scotland? Because, you know, let's face it, that not everybody is living the lifestyle that they might choose. And some people, particularly at the moment, are really struggling. I think um, actually what, what this does is encourages more people to get involved and support those that need need the support. I think for those who perhaps haven't necessarily thought what they might be able to con- contribute, this will raise awareness with them. But I think also for the people who are already doing it and taking the time and are by no means doing it for recognition or praise, but rather to support their community because they're part of it and they want to see it thrive and they want to see you know see people bounce back I think as well and there's a you know there's an awful lot of compassion out there and I think people recognize that we're all just uh, a couple of days away from it being us if something doesn't quite go 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 to plan so I think actually what this does is gives a big pat on the back to the people that are that are, are playing a part and perhaps encourages other people to 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 play a part as well if they're if they're not already doing so and I think a lot of um, what helping it happen recognizes is partnership working so how different groups of people or individuals or organizations can come together for a kind of collective aim yeah I think if um, this can encourage any other groups to come together and do that then it's 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 a real win. So Sarah Jane, it's not actually just about the patting on the back and the positive stories. It's actually about inclusiveness and making sure that the whole of rural Scotland is recognised and supported. Would you, would you agree? Absolutely. And I think it's about connections as well, because, you know, you can put out, you know, sort of dry policy briefings or statistics about the number of, of houses built in Scotland or the number of um red squirrels that we have but unless you personalize it people don't connect in the same way so personalizing it through uh, stories allows the public to connect and it allows the organizations the businesses the people that are working this day out to feel yeah to, to feel appreciated to, to to feel supported to feel recognized and valued and i think that's a you know that that is a huge benefit of, of these awards it, it isn't just you know one night pat on the back and it's all forgotten about you know, we celebrate these um, successes constantly. We share them with politicians. We share them with local media, um, on social media, and you know, all of our case studies. It's not just about the the, the nine winners, of the categories. It's it's everyone who puts an entry in. Is you know, we we share those round. We share the stories, and the, the yeah, the the wider benefits of of helping it happen are you know something that that I feel very proud of. So I, I apologise to listeners. I'm just going to do another very short list because I think this is important in terms of the, the, the organisations that, that are supporting these awards. So in terms of sponsors, we've got Anderson Strathern, Bell Ingram, Douglas Hume, Murray Beath Murray, Shepherd and Wedderburn, Velux, GLM, the McRobert Trust, and then also Nature Scotland, who are headline sponsors and who we're hearing from Robbie from Nature Scotland today. But Sarah Jane, you know, without these 
businesses, we might not even be here having this conversation. How how important is their support? Oh, as you say, you know, the awards couldn't happen without it. And it's not just about the financial support that they give um, that allows us to, you know, provide awards for the uh, award winners. It's about the, the commitment from them to share the stories. So, you know, they'll share it to their audiences, to their clients, through their social media. So the reach of the of the helping it happen message is amplified, especially when you start um, looking at some of those you know, national companies that, that we have on board. And of course, having a, a government agency like Nature Scott kind of elevates it to the, the next level. So could it happen without it? Yes, but it wouldn't be anywhere near the success that it is uh, without these, the support that we get. Sarah Jane mentioned there the importance of sponsors to elevate and bring attention to the awards. And it's a good cue for me to bring back in Robbie Kernahan, Director of Green Economy at Nature Scott, for more about why Nature Scott are keen to support the Helping It Happen Awards this year. Well, I think it's really important for us all to, to recognise and understand that the, the nature in Scotland and the landscapes in Scotland have been sculpted and shaped by many, many years of management. And I think there's an awful lot in that to be celebrated. But let's be clear again that nature is actually in crisis and we we do need to continue to invest in nature uh, and manage our land in response to that. So we do want to have a thriving rural economy in Scotland. We want to help businesses invest in that work and encourage landscape scale nature recovery. And all of that requires interventions and skills and knowledge from people in farming and fisheries and forestry, in, in upland management, just to help uh, continue to position, I think, uh, Scotland at the forefront of, of reading, leading a response to that nature crisis. Um, hugely important uh, and lots of work to do. But um, the benefits of these awards, bringing people together to celebrate the progress that we are making. So Nature Scott, again, um, sponsoring uh, the Enhancing Our Environment Award. This award in particular recognises business that are doing that vital work to tackle the loss of nature and address the climate change crisis as part of their business strategies. So we want to hear from businesses who are involved in river and peatland restoration and other landscape restoration work and thinking about land that's managed specifically for the benefit of protected species, maybe involving uh, eradication of invasive non-natives or indeed seeing benefits to the business models through changing their approach to managing land for the benefit of nature. And over the years, we've seen many great projects. Last year, Pat Wilson Farms at Loch Ross and Wester Ross, I was actually just there last week, looking at all of the peatland restoration work they've been doing, um, up to 2,000 hectares of uh, restoration on degraded peatlands and native woodland projects. Um, so fantastic showcasing all of, of what's possible, actually, in West Ross. And in 2020, winners were the East Lothian Conservation Volunteers who run um, a voluntary eradication programme removing giant hogweed from, from the River Tyne and up all its tributaries. So there's an awful lot going on. Um, but we're encouraging others to come forward because I think it is important that we can and do shine a light on all of these great projects to help others understand what's happening, but also what more we can do. Uh, and I think this is a bit of a clarion call from, from me, really, to continue to uh, recognise that we need to do this work. We do need to enhance our environment and we need to do more. But coming together and, and celebrating everything that's going on, I think that's that's a really nice thing to do and, and one of the benefits that, that we see of, of this particular award. Thank you again to Robbie Kernahan. On now to the important topic of how you can enter the awards and also why you would want to, the benefits it could have for you, your enterprise, your local community and beyond. So here's Sarah Jane Lang, Chief Exec of Scottish Land and Estates. Helping it happen is really easy to enter. So, you know, there's lots of award schemes here which have, you know, 
different stages. You have to submit full business plans. You know, we want to make this as easy and simple for you to um, enter yourself or to nominate other people. Um, that doesn't mean that, um, it, you know, it's 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 not a robust award system. You know, we, we look at the, the, um, the businesses and, and partnerships in detail, but we don't, uh, uh, you know, Ronnie said earlier, people are busy. So why would you put them through hours and hours of, um, you know, additional work to to, um, to apply to the award? So ease of entry is something that, that Scottish Land and Estates has worked very, very hard to maintain. Um, so I think that's something that I'd, I'd, I'd definitely like to, to highlight to people. Another thing is, you know, you, you we've mentioned the categories. If you, if you don't think you fit into one of those, don't worry. Send your good news stories in because as well as, you know, us, us kind of looking where you might fit, we have usually had special judges, the judging panel um, awards. That's usually happened each year where someone doesn't quite fit into one of the categories, but they are just so special that we want to celebrate them. Um, and yeah, so those those special uh, judging panel prizes um, are now a kind of routine feature of the Helping It Happen Awards. And, and I would like to reiterate again that effectively, as long as you are operating in rural Scotland, you are eligible for this. You know, we've got uh, winners that include, yes, estates, Rottimarkus Estate, but also Peelham Farm, the Ethical Dairy, uh, Ogilvy Spirits, kind of a personal favourite of mine, won't tell you why, Fask Forestry. Um, you know, the, the, this is like, when you look, when you go onto the website, which you can do, obviously, and look at all of the past winners, the breadth is just astounding, actually. And I think that's, that's that's just really important. So nominate somebody else or yourself. Um, yeah, Sarah-Jane. Yeah, just we, we've talked a little bit about the wider benefits to the award winners. And we know from feedback that we've had that customer numbers have gone up uh, for, for businesses because we've raised the profile of a fantastic project. We know that it's actually helped open doors for funding because, you know, you're an award winning project. So when you apply for funding for the development or extension or something else, you know, people sit up and, and, and take notice. Again, it's, you know, it's, it's created profile, um, it's created local support. So the knock-on um, effect for projects and businesses which are recognised um, is something that, that, that certainly um, shouldn't be underestimated. Mm-hmm. And... Um- you don't just have to win to see that be- that benefit. You know, even if you're shortlisted, you know, there's still a lot of output that goes on, and a lot of pe- more people will become aware. So it's not just about awarding a gold medal; it's about yeah. all of the other medals as well. Absolutely, and you know, I, I think I said earlier on that there was a feeling when we started this that the press wasn't interested in good news stories, and my goodness, that can be further from the truth. You know, every year they're clamouring, especially the local media, um, you know, both print and and, and radio. Um, and TV, you know, to sort of say, like, let us know about the finalists. Who are they? Um, we've had them, you know, interviewed. Um, whether that's been some of the the young people or some of the, you know all the projects involved. So the 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 press, especially the local press, just really lap up these good news stories. They want to help celebrate success now. So thank you very much, all of you. Bef- before we sign off, I suppose the practical um, point of today is these are easy to enter. You know, you, for a, a fairly modest investment of time, you could be seeing increased visitor numbers or whatever it might be that's relevant to your business. So this is hugely important, I think. And so all you need to do is to Google Scottish Land and Estates. 
you'll go to their website and actually I have to say it's an incredibly easy to navigate website once you're on the website you will with with great ease find the helping it happen page and it's all laid out for you very clearly as to how you can enter or how you can nominate and there is also information about each of the categories and I think pretty much all of the previous winners so you and a case studies of them so you can see um, what they've done um, you don't by, don't benchmark yourself against them because you're different but you can at least get a get more of a flavor if you're not already familiar and the deadline is at the beginning of July so um, you have a good chunk of time to get that done although if you're anything like me you'll be doing it at like seven o'clock the night of the deadline um but um yeah so it's, it's very easy to do and i think i hope that we've really highlighted the benefits um of doing so so um, i think it's a fantastic initiative that scottish land and estates do and hopefully it, you know it's, it's good to highlight not just the work of rural businesses but also to work, the highlight the work of scottish land and estates because a lot of these businesses really rely on you um to support them and so hopefully it's got that that dual function but thank you very much all of you for your time and um hope everybody's enjoyed listening and please you don't even have to put pen to paper because it's all online so please if, if you can't nominate yourself go and nominate somebody else because it's really worthwhile so that's it for this episode of On Farm. Huge thank you, as always, to Sarah Jane and Lucy from SLE and to Ronnie McRae from the Communities Housing Trust and, of course, Robbie Kernahan of Helping It Happen Award sponsors Nature Scott. Please do apply. Good luck to you if you do decide to, to jump in and give it a go or even to nominate somebody else. So good luck and please don't leave it to the last minute, as tempting as that may be. A reminder before we go that the On Farm podcast is made by Seen and Heard PR and Marketing. So you can talk to us anytime if you have any marketing or communications queries. And of course, if you want to know how you can get involved in the podcast, either through sponsorship or further development. So bye for now and thank you for listening. <laughs>